I just came back from the salon. And for the record, I went with a sassy little bob and quiet luxury shade of blonde. Yes, that's literally what we're calling it, quiet luxury. Aside from trips to the salon, I don't actually blow out my hair. My hair is naturally wavy, and that's why I love Way. Way's new anti-frizz cream is a lightweight cream that provides immediate frizz control that lasts for up to 72 hours. I know that I have a limited amount of time <laughs> with wet, wavy hair in which to get myself in order. And that is why I love the anti-frizz cream. It has notes of bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And it smells un. Believable, Truly, as someone who is a little bit sensitive to scents, I put this in my hair and I feel great. It also genuinely pairs well with my perfume, which I appreciate. I don't blow out my hair because after years of color processing and attempting to make it straight, I know it looks better and stays healthier when I avoid blow drying, which is why I love the anti-frizz cream. I've used products, especially with wavy hair, where it feels heavy and looks kind of wet. And that's why I love Waze Anti-Frizz Cream because it enhances the natural waves in my hair. I still look like me, just a little elevated. And P.S. I am way obsessed with Waze's other bestsellers. Their leave-in conditioner, detox shampoo, my personal favorite. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E- O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code Andy for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Andy. For 40 episodes, they said her cackle was like a blood-curdling scream. Nevertheless, she persisted. It's Andy, Andy's girl's 40th birthday, so I'm going to get the full Gunvalson, a face shave, and get my chin jaw, my jaw shaved down, and a facelift, and all that. Oh, my God. Hi. You guys, it's Andy's girl's. It's Cheers. It. <laughs> Toast. Episode 40. Guys, back by popular demand, and people have been, like, tweeting me, DMing me, saying, when is Damien coming back? Oh. And I was like, guys... Every day I ask him. Every day I ask him. I'm like, how are you doing? What's your schedule in like five or six days? Like, what's going on? I feel honored. I'm like St. Camille of Grammar. You are our St. Camille of Grammar. I'm so... You're in um, Damien Purple, which is different from LVP Pink. And I'm like super into it. Yeah, I'm basically I, in a sweatsuit right now. <laughs> I love it. I'm in PJs and no makeup. I did shower, so kudos um, to me. Well, happy... Congratulations. This is your 40th episode. That's huge. Thank it feels you. good to be here. I always say I'm like Gina Keo when I return and oh my feels God. good to have the OG, you know, back with yes. the, uh, the, wait, are you the Jill Zarin of AG since mm-hmm. Jill Zarin's going to be cameoing this on the guest appearance <gasps> of an original. Is. Oh my God. I'm so into it. Do we want, well, I started talking and we're recording. So <laughs> we did a text Jill Zarin to congratulate. Oh on yeah. Her, I spoke her, about it on the show. Um, and she was very into us texting her. She was very into us texting her, and I got the text. So, so I wasn't anticipating that you were going to be texting her. And then, like one day, I like looked. It was like the day before, I guess. I looked at my phone and I saw that you had texted Jill and myself, right? And you were like, "I said, like, congratulations. We're so glad to see you back on television, Mama." Something like that. Like in a separate text thread, I texted Damien and was like, "Oh my god!" So then I texted her and said some bullshit. I don't even know what the fuck. And then she responded about seventeen hours later, right? She said like it's only a cameo. She's very busy. P.S. Jill Zarin um, took a little... So she's either moving to Florida or just goes back and forth She between, lives there, I think. I think so, too. So she posted a photo of herself, Bobby Luann D'Agostino, and Luann's husband, Tom D'Agostino, at, guess where, Mar-a-Lago. Because as we know from, yeah, Donald Trump's, like, country... Thing. You know, because as we know from the inauguration, Jill Zarin likes herself a little bit of like a presidential Trump Icyan water. Jeez, I know they Trump went to so, dinner. Like, I totally forgot that they went to dinner at Mar-a-Lago. Which can you imagine how? I don't even. Do people get charged when is, they go to dinner there, or is it because it's like part of a membership? So is like, Luann a Trump supporter? No, I think Luann is like a. Um, 
Mm, celebrities. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think Luann is, um, I don't think Luann has a political affiliation. I, mean, I think will, Luann believes in herself. We will forget to find out all of, I think, their political affiliations when they cover the election on Real Housewives of New York this season. Which is a huge... It seems like it might be Carol's storyline, so I'm very <laughs> excited for her. Her fucking stupid tagline is all about her oh my fucking God. the Listen, election. Listen, at least it's not Adam making lettuce wraps, because as delicious as those were. I wonder if they're still together. I I think they are. Well, he had that whole, member, like, he had that plane crash or whatever, so I wonder if that'll be, I hope that that's on the show. Is that terrible? I think that, I wonder if they were, long? I bet they weren't okay. filming, I don't bet they weren't filming. I bet when they, he, like, flew into a bush or whatever and Yeah, like, but I bet they'll reference it. Oh my god! I hope they will. Um, wait, so well, so guys, to this. okay, listeners. So I got Modern Alchemy. I found it. I was in do a you, do in you my fairway. Explain what that is to people because no one knows. Anybody remember Jules Weinstein <laughs> and her wonderful first season? We got it the, smells the, like lemon and pepper cheesecake. Okay, wait. So the front of it says Modern Alchemy Clearing Tonic Coconut Water Lemon Matcha Ghost Pepper, I which love scares ghost me. I have never heard of it. I don't know what it is. Red. I'm too trashy for it. Red clover and ginger. It's organic and not. Non-GMO. I don't know what non-GMO means. Oh my god, it smells like. Oh my god. Oh my god, it smells like sour. Did you see sour cheese? It smells like sour cheese. It smells like um, lemon pepper cheesecake. Okay, so in honor of um, the 40th terrible, episode, honestly. I'm probably about to die. Hold on, let me try. It doesn't taste good, but it's not bad. It is like it's like sour cream oh and lemons that have pepper on them. Okay. So that's what it is. I am so crazy that I will get an all green juice without apple. So I'm, I'm okay being punished in the name of like a good whatever. But this is the worst thing I've ever had in my entire life. And we had Lisa Vanderpump's rosé. Like this is horrible. I'm drink it all. Okay. Oh, it's, it's terrible. Wait. So since we don't, we, so Damien and I had a Twitter bet recently that, um, if Candy, uh, Candy Coated Nights had more, had as much money as a Beverly Hills housewife that I would take Damien and Candy to dinner at Old Lady Gang Restaurant. And if I won and she just had, she had like okay money, but did not have Beverly Hills legit money that Damien would buy me. Um, a sex toy from Candy from, Coated. From bedroom, whatever. Yeah, from bedroom Candy. So this should be our new bet. Like who can actually finish this? Modern alchemy. This is the worst thing I've ever had. Damien looks like he's about to cry. Guys, don't buy this. Buy this for the person you hate the most in your life. Buy this for like your deepest frenemy, maybe your boss, maybe your lover, and it's just so be like, it's so good for you. This is a horror. This is probably why she doesn't eat because <laughs> well, she thinks this is what food tastes like. It's like a, basically a version of that cayenne pepper cleanse bottle. Oh up. yeah, the Beyonce thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird because it smells like it. It's there's a, it a gingerbread aftertaste. I'm okay with the aftertaste, but the smell of it. It smells and it I, I look at the expiration date, and it's fine. Like it's <laughs> it's not expired. This is terrible. Mm-hmm. As is you know, Jules is. I've been following her on page six and everything, and her divorce from Michael is ongoing and terrible. Her con ed um, like utilities. Her water's been shut in that apartment that they rent, not own. I guess they never owned the um, Hamptons um, mansion that they were like trying to pretend was anything more than a ridiculously overpriced mm-hmm. shack. Like she's really struggling financially and. What is her background in? It's in pretending to be super new money. Well, I don't know because she didn't finish school, right? Because of her, like, I don't know. I don't know. Did that she, she has not finish college? I think she said because of her eating disorder. She had been in and out. I'm not sure that she ever finished. Oh, Jules, I'm, sure I'm a, so I sorry. I would have said I would have thought she, she would I would have thought no. that she would. I mean, I don't. You, Maybe you have a lot of aversion to her. I do. I just, I have a lot of aversion to the fact that it is obvious by the documents that have been released with their divorce, divorce filing that they had absolutely no money, which I am not against. Like I'm a hundred percent okay. If you like want to pretend to be a millionaire, cause I think that can be like really fun for TV mm-hmm. on housewives. But I was annoyed that she would take those digs at Bethany, who I have a really complicated relationship with. It's mm-hmm. like very difficult. Um, but that she would take those digs at Bethany being new money when Bethany, lover, hater, and most people seem to be in the latter after last season, has actual wealth. So to use that as a tool when you know that your husband is not bringing home the bacon that you're representing felt a little weird to me, mm. no? You know, I didn't, you know, I've, I have such an aversion to Bethany, so like I wasn't defensive about their feud, but 
Um, I don't know. It just all seems sad, honestly. I feel like she doesn't even have the platform of the show now to like right, to give defend her herself. money or right. to like help write or like if she was going to write a book like. I don't know that she's going to get a book deal if she was on a TV show for one season, you know? So yeah, I don't know sad. what's going to happen. I, um, poor Jules. If I can pivot, though, I would yeah, love please. to touch base about Candy's wealth for a moment. Because if you have <laughs> Oh, my God, been, guys. Damien's face right now. Because, you know, Let Sarah insists that Jules Candy does not have the same juice. sort of, like, Beverly Hills money as, say, like... I mean, Candy's 100% richer than, like, Lisa Rinna and Eileen and all of them. Oh, yeah, but that's not even a contest. But that's I not, think that I'm she, saying LVP Villa Rosa money. Yeah, I think that she... Even Kyle money. I think the that, agency. I mean, Kyle without... It has to be Kyle without Mauricio, because I think that, that, that... I think that those... I think that Candy has, like, 35 mil worth. That's her net Okay, worth. here's the problem, is that you're getting that from that, like, celebrity net worth but, website, which is so wrong. But I think that that site... Has it said like Cam Richards has like a million dollars? Cam Richards has like a dollar twenty-five. Well, it's also it's like their worth, so it's sort of to say it's she to doesn't say. have any property. She doesn't own. A, maybe she has a car because she like lives in it. Like maybe I don't she, know. Maybe she gets like money from like royalties maybe. from the show. <laughs> well, the, thing was, the thing that you I think are dismissing about Candy though is Please. like she's a songwriter. So like right. So, so every time a song plays, like she literally gets, on the radio, she, she gets some chuckles. And on she wrote No Scrubs, so that song, and she wrote Bills, 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 and she wrote like a right. song, and she wrote songs for Alicia Keys and Justin and um, voice, um, not voice to men in sync. And she's had a lot of songs. And also, that song by Ed Sheeran, which I don't know, she just got... I've never listened to his music before. He literally has, like, the number one song right now. And it was just in the news that he, that Candy and Tiny oh, I saw got that. credited as writers because for it. they got which sued. Means or they were, like, finally... Because he, like, used... He sampled something People on the internet were saying that it sounded, sounded like he sampled No Scrub. So then really? ASCAP, like, gave them writing co-writing credits on it and then candy and tiny both posted on instagram with like money signs so i just think that she has a <laughs> lot of money i think that she has a lot of money i don't know that she has villa rosa money and i don't know that she has um kyle money by kyle money i mean but those, are like money. The, but those are like the two richest housewives no i know but you said beverly hills and beverly hills to me has some deep pockets of wealth like yolanda money when yolanda was still married to david that is significant income when you're selling your house for 35 million dollars it is easier for you to live a wealthier lifestyle in atlanta in atlanta than in Beverly Hills. so i look at it that way also maybe even new york but if you were comparing her money to like jersey money which doesn't exist she has more money than probably but all the Jer- has, jersey housewives has, together. i think that candy is like comparable to money to like to like I not think? lvp to, to like bethany no, Bethany, well, so Bethany sold, allegedly sold her, um, sold Skinny Girl for like 100, 120 mil, but she had a partner. So I'm guessing that they split that or that there was some sort of percentage, but that was just Skinny Girl, I think, and she still's making money off I, of but the also, line. But also, Candy is a songwriter and has written a lot of hit songs and also has Candy Coded, whatever, and also Bedroom has Candy. Bedroom Candy and then whatever. I think that you're very good at this. You should research it so that I will either go out to dinner with you or I will buy you a vibrator from I can- mean, Bedroom Candy. Can- first off, I can't wait for my little like lipstick, whatever it is, um, and for you to teach me how to use that, number one. Um, I think that she has a lot of money. You know how I know that she has a lot of money is because she allowed Todd to, as you know, a hobby, open a restaurant called Old, Old Lady Gang. Which, whether or not it's good, and in that scene of them, like, with the fried chicken and stuff, I'm a vegetarian, but I looked at that fucking fried chicken, and I was like, holy shit, that looks... I want to go. Delicious. I 100% would book a flight to Atlanta <laughs> to go, go to... <laughs> we totally should, like, just let's go right now. Let's just, like, take a little flight. Also, where um, does... Portia has money, and where is she... Portia has less than no money. I don't, I'm assuming that she puts her entire salary or whatever it is that she gets from Atlanta into a rented home in some sort of... I wonder if the show rents any of these ladies. Like, I, I wonder if they rent this home for her. I, guess I think not. that they did that for Nini at one point. Like, there were rumors that she had she was living in, like, a gated community in a rental. I don't know if production was paying for it. I, it doesn't... She doesn't... Portia doesn't make sense, though. I feel like the... Thing with Atlanta, I love Atlanta so much. I feel like you don't talk about it nearly enough. So, so I want to because I needed to get you back. Thank you. Um, I think that there are rumors that Cam and Nini might come back next season. Yeah, I saw that, and then there was like some alleged bullshit of like Nini would only come back if she was getting more money. I think, and Cam was oh, like, "Go Kim. fuck yourself." Like, no, oh. but they're still coming back. But she was like, "That would never happen." I don't know if they would come back as friends. Would they come back full time? I don't know. I mean, how I, could Nini ever come back after making such a force of saying like, "I'm a TV star. I'm a TV star." 
blah blah blah. But like, what is she doing? I don't really know. She did not. She did that Betty White show that I never once saw. I don't even know if it actually aired. Well, she was like a wasn't a regular, was she? Or she was. It was like it wasn't a scripted show. I think it was like a game show or something. I saw like one episode, maybe. I saw not it a single. Like, second it was not of Hollywood it. Squares, but it was like that. I mean, there are only so many shows that um, Ryan Seacrest. No, um, mm, Lee be... Ryan Murphy. Yeah, that Ryan Murphy will put her in. I mean, uh, that's how she became a quote unquote TV star is because right. Ryan Murphy was a fan of the Real Housewives of Atlanta and that she was like funny and quirky and sassy and like maybe not quirky, but like funny and sassy and put her on Glee and then put her on New Normal. And that was it. Then she became genuinely a TV actor, which she had never been before. She had been playing the part of herself. And, you know, those shows ended. So there we go. She needs to be making money somehow. Greg isn't doing it. I, I mean, think that they would pull out a lot of stops to bring her back because I feel like they think that they need her. But I'm really enjoying this season. I mean, I love Can. I'm sorry. I, so I'm, I got off on a tangent. But the point I was trying to make is if those three women come back, I wonder who else would round that lineup out. And I feel like, you know, Kenya, Kenya is, is excellent at being on the show. But she has, like, but none of those women, not Nene, not Kim, not Sheree, for sure, not Kenya, for sure, like, have money. And that's why you need candy. Like, they don't have any Atlanta housewives that have money. I mean, you know, Kim Zolciak has something, but, mm, like, not really. The interesting thing about candy is, though, that she definitely, no disagreement, has by far more wealth than all of these other women combined. But she's not that personality type where Mm -mm. she's, like, which is what is so important about candy is that she's a genuinely, genuine person which is why all this other shit that's happening which is like just one long trigger for candy's like anger and just insane not insane as in a negative way but just total like guttural responses are are so important because when candy gets pissed like whether or not you agree with it it's really genuinely real she is i think like i don't think she i mean you know i'm sure they all do to some extent but she is to me of all of the franchises, I think, like, the most real housewife. And oh, that's what like, I love about her. Candy, it's like, I just feel like Candy is, like, living her life. It's interesting that she found herself essentially a new family from being on the show. I mean, she fell in love with Todd when they were on that trip to Africa. And Phaedra was like, there's a short guy. I think you'd really like him because you're both short. And then they fell in love, got married, have little Ace now. And it's, you know, she's still, like, keeping on. She's on her shit. She's obviously an excellent businesswoman, which is why some of the stuff that's happening this season, I mean, I don't know how several people are going to survive the reunion. If we're going to talk about what will happen when Kim and Nini come back. I think they have to keep everyone else and just have like ten people in the cast because everyone right now in Atlanta is fucking bringing it. But I can't handle Even though Phaedra por- and Portia anymore. Oh my god, I die They're for both f- lying. No, I- They're both such liars. Wait, I die for Phaedra. I die I'm for her. Even her. though, even though what she did this season and actually this episode with bringing in Candy's like fired assistant who was pretending to be an event producer and said to her at one point probably like hey um you know like maybe we should like go to a restaurant and he like thinks it's her idea when she's basing a restaurant off of like her family's recipes and her mother's personality and her aunt's personalities is crazy to me like Phaedra has done some things obviously everything with the Shamia threesome and everything else that makes me wonder what the reunion will be like because for some ungodly reason she has some sort of deal with Portia, maybe similar to LVP and Kyle in Beverly Hills, where they will not turn on each other. And so Portia is taking the brunt of all of this. And obviously she should because of how she has behaved and the shit that she has decided to say about whatever happened with her and Candy. But it makes me think that the reunion is just going to be all hell breaking loose because Candy has now seen the show. Everyone else has now seen the show. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Did you hear the, uh, the rumor of what apparently happens at the reunion? I heard that Matt wasn't allowed because they're because oh. um, Kenya has a restraining order against him. Thank God, finally. As do we all. I, so Andy posted like that Snapchat video or something of him like leaving the reunion and being like, and he looks <laughs> like he's going to cry. And he's like, um, <laughs> oh my God. He, he was like, um, we just wrapped. He's like going to take your location. Some big stuff came out tonight. What does that mean? And then the rumor mill. Tell me everything, Damien. I'm dying right now. That apparently it came out at the reunion that somebody is actually Portia fucked Apollo before he went to jail. (gasps) Guys, I was holding. I was holding water balcony. I mean, I almost spilled it, which probably would have been wonderful, but. (laughs) 
So, and I, and I think that maybe, and I think maybe Todd, is, I think maybe Todd says, t- it? says it in like, as maybe in defense of candy, because in defense of candy that like, because I think that because Portia and Phaedra, Phaedra are like buddied up to take candy down this season. I feel like Todd comes in with that. Like, I don't, this is all what I've read. And then what I inferred, like it, you guys, I was, I'm literally about to have an orgasm. But like, I just, I, <laughs> Really so I think oh that, my god, like, do I have bedroom candy in my apartment right now? Like, <laughs> I, I think that, so I think that, like, everyone tried to, because also, and then when Candy was on Watch It Happens Live, Andy said something about, like, what, where did the n- nicknames about, remember, um, Portia said that, like, Todd had an alias that he was going by, like, Hent Charles oh, or something. Oh, yeah, Wilbur or whatever, Dwayne, I don't remember. And she was like... Dante. And, and Candy was like, no, I think it was, like, Will Charles, right? It was, no, it wasn't, but it was something super stupid. Uh, well, a Portia, I'm sorry, Candy on Watch What Happens Live said, like, that it came out of the reunion, like, where that, like, where that rumor came from. And I was like, I feel like Todd and Candy felt like they needed to defend themselves and, like, they brought up this big reveal. Right, but who is that? So who gave them that information? Apollo, who's lied about having sex with Kenya before or, like, her texting him or whatever? Like, Apollo's in jail. Apollo has nothing to do but stir the tea and date women. True, but Andy's reaction makes me feel like there has to be... Oh, whether or not it's true, it's going to unleash the beast. What? So here's how we know I mean, whether Por- or not it's true. Portia cannot... Portia tries to lie really hard, but she's terrible at it. She's a terrible I mean, she actress. literally made up a story about Candy, and then on the vacation just admitted that she made it up because she, she was mad. <laughs> Wait, so what is Portia's face? If this is true, and I feel like it is because I feel like that was probably leaked by a producer, 100%. Probably, yeah. Um, What... Like, How will that go on? Will Phaedra... Because Phaedra is smart. So will she... She's never had a meltdown on the show. Like, she's never... Like, Candy... She's has controlled. Like, has, like, unleashed right, but the beast. Phaedra's disconnected from her emotions because she's very, very smart and she doesn't want to... She's very, very smart and very, very private about her real emotions, which I would be too if I had been married to Apollo. I mean, like, there is a reason for that. Like, you... Well, she was also doing white-collar crime with him and needed to, to act okay, like it was distance. great. Terrific. I'm on the record saying this. I will testify. Um, did you know that her divorce was in the news this week because it's not actually official? They have yeah. to, like, redo it because I guess he allegedly... Keeps contesting it. No, no, no. It wasn't just that he keeps contesting it. First off, his name was misspelled on the document, which is not a great sign and also he had been told by someone and the implication is that it was poor, uh, Phaedra or her attorney that he would be present for in some way I guess they would like bring him in from the clink to be present for some portion of the proceeding which never would have been the case and so the judge in the um, court was like I don't this this was not going to go into effect this this divorce is still pending I don't understand if someone wants to get a divorce from you you want to divorce someone. I don't know how this works. So you want to get divorced. You just go in the street and you say, I declare a divorce. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> how over. can somebody, like, how can they keep denying her divorce if she doesn't want to be married to somebody anymore? Well, this, I think, I think that he was contesting it. I'm sure it's difficult because of, uh, I think, first off, it depends on the state that you're in. Number two, he was contesting it. I'm sure it was difficult with him being sentenced to jail and then sent to jail. I don't know how that affects getting signatures, anything else. I mean, I genuinely have no idea. I have no idea what the strategy was. I have no idea if they were dealing with custody stuff, even though obviously he's still going to be away for several years. I don't know if they were dealing with financial stuff. That can look at Bethany. Bethany's divorce took four years and they were married for two. I mean, True. I guess it really I feel- depends on assets and I think also emotion. And if you want to really fuck with someone, you're going to delay it for as long as possible. And he wanted to have the control. You know, um, I will be interested, um, you know, going back to New York for a second, I will be interested to see how much of Bethany's, like, divorce being final and, like, the drama um, in the months following it will play out on the show because she, alleged, I mean, that thing was in page six about Jason, like, showing up at their daughter's school and all this stuff and him, like, threatening her new boyfriend. Right. And I wonder and if she's And he had sent, allowed, like, a, a bajillion emails. I wonder if she, I mean, I'm assuming she'll have to talk about it because it was in the news, but I just wonder how much I, we'll get to, like, see. I mean, not, I, nothing with him. I, I think she'll talk about the difficulties. The sad thing with that is um, I saw a Daily Mail thing about Jason Hoppy like, showing up for court, and he looks gaunt, and he was always, like, a super, he was a skinny guy. Like a skinny girl, skinny guy. And um, I like that I just explained that. And he does not look well. Mm. And I honestly think that fame, and, and he's not a fame hungry guy. He has never felt like that. I'm sure he has anger stuff, whatever. It seems like he has been broken by this. And he just, he was married to a very powerful woman who was very successful financially and otherwise. 
and he was trying to figure out a way to still have control in a situation in which he had none. He did not have the money that she had. He did not have the fame. He did not have the celebrity. And I wonder how that would be, no matter what was like actually going on in their bedroom and in their marriage, having to deal with press that's being said by your estranged wife, soon to be ex-wife, cannot be in any way easy. And I don't know how much of that impacted him going a little like cuckoo for Cocoa Pops, which it sounds like he has gone. Um, it's one of those weird things where even with, I, I sort of think about Atlanta because even with everything that's been happening with Kenya and Matt on Atlanta, some of the responses from people, I initially really judged because I thought they were kind of like anti-woman when people were like, well, what did Kenya do to him? And it's sort of similar to what people are saying about Bethany. Like, well, what did Bethany do to break like him. what did this woman do to instigate this man? Right. Like, like you deserve it or something, which I of course disagree with, except there is a question. If someone is, it's a, it's sort of a bad comparison with Kenya and Bethany. They've both been through stuff with their mothers. They've both had really difficult childhoods. I think, I don't think it's a bad comparison. I think it's you a don't? very good one. I, it, it makes me nervous talking about it because Kenya has really grown on me in a way that I never anticipated. Same. I loathed her. Same. I hated her. And then starting with that episode where she was like trying to get her mother to talk to her and knocking on her mother's door, something just changed. And she, since the scepter, which was terrible, which was entirely, I think she instigated that, even though she's not responsible for like Portia, like trying to beat her ass or whatever. But there have been moments where she's been really vulnerable and I appreciate it. And then I look at this terrible relationship and people's responses are like, how did you, uh, what did you do to spark this? And I disagree with that in theory, because I don't think it's anyone's fault if their domestic partner or something like snaps or freaks out. But I also know these women really well. And I know that they are broken and isn't everybody at a certain point, mm -hmm. but I wonder what role they had to play in the relationship. I'm not saying that Bethany deserved to be stalked or harassed by her estranged husband. I'm not saying that Kenya deserved to have the windows broken in her house and have to file a restraining order, but I also watch their interactions with their spouses and they're so fucked up and like unhealthy and toxic. And that takes two people, you know, it like makes me kind of sad when I look at Bethany and Jason and Kenya and Matt and that in that scene in this week's episode where he's like, well, why did you have like sex with me in the truck or whatever? If that was this week or last week. And it's like, yeah, what are you, what are you doing still being with this person? You are a strong, and everybody has that weak spot, but like you are a strong woman. You are powerful. You are interesting. You are on a fucking reality show where cameras follow you around because we find you so engaging and different and special and whatever. And then it's like, you're in these relationships that we see a part of. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what, first off, what are you doing? And number two, like, are you taking responsibility for the fact that you are staying with someone who obviously is violent and manipulative and everything else? Well, I think what's interesting about what you said is that, you know, it, I don't, I agree that like, it, no, <clears throat> excuse me, that no one is um, responsible, responsible for someone right. else's reaction. Guys, this is like very However, <clears throat> there is two sides to every story. Yeah. And I think that like, that is what is frustrating to me about, the Phaedra stuff is because, like, I think that Apollo is a snake, but I also think, like, Phaedra doesn't show... Own her shit. No, I get it. Okay. it. I'm not going to, like, go fully down that road with you, but no, I will no, no, accept no. a yeah, portion of it. I think that there's just, like, there's... I want. I don't know. I know his side. There has to be tr some truth there because it's in the middle. Okay. And with Matt, I thought <clears throat> the scene we saw this week was, like, like he is... He has a lot of stuff. He's broken and un unhappy himself. And he's also, like, 20, and she's, like, 46 or whatever. Like, yeah, I'm making I mean, up like, those there's ages. Like 20, there's, like, 20 like, something years. or something, right. and she's, like, 40. And he's and, 20 going on 12. He's, like, a young 20. And I think that when... You know, and he was like, you know, didn't you want to have sex in my car or whatever? Like, that was real. She was mad that he said that oh, on 100%. camera. And it makes you realize that despite, I mean, these, these shows follow the women. So, like, despite, and Atlanta does a pretty good, you know, like, Atlanta and Beverly Hills like to include the men a little more than the which other Which I appreciate, which I by like, the way. Yeah, 100%. But I think that, you know, I mean, that was a moment, and, and Jason Hoppy isn't, I don't want to say afforded that opportunity, but the show is about Bethany and the right, other women. Right, 100%. So Even never... the spinoff was more <clears throat> about Bethany. So I think that that is what's interesting is, like, not that Bethany did anything to instigate that behavior, but that there is, you know, he has his own stuff. I don't know. That's life, I guess. It's just, it is interesting. Like, I felt that really felt like that when I watched Kenya and Matt sort of unraveling because I thought, like, oh, like, people are saying that she's instigated this, and I don't agree with that, but... 
She's I know there's a, a lot. I know there's stuff going right. on off camera that we don't get to see that is making him right have these reactions, albeit over the top or albeit um, violent. Like he is. And having frankly, re- she should have cut it off a long time ago, and she didn't. She kept on trying yes. to make it work, introducing her father into the situation, talking with her brother, who, by the way, was like fucking phenomenal. And oh, I, was yeah, I was not expecting him, him I fr- to I be as interested. Neither then. did I. I had no idea. So when she's like having these moments with family members, and obviously the brother was recent, but. You know, she kept on trying to continue a relationship that wasn't really a relationship because they weren't anywhere close to being on solid ground from day one. I mean, I think they met and fell in lust and then fell in whatever, and it didn't work out. And the fact that week after week we're still having to go through this, I mean, I would think that when someone is like shattering a window in your garage and like fucking up your car or whatever that you would be like game over and the fact that she was continuing it made me feel kind of sad but it was also another layer of Kenya that I hadn't gotten before I have to say also I want to get your thoughts on this Kenya and Phaedra as when they had their little um truce for however long which seems to be ending now I was really into it. I really like them when they weren't trying to fucking kill each other and were like having moments where they could kind of just like kiki and like have some fun. I'm really into them. Not, they would never have an alliance and obviously it's like super over and they've both said publicly they'll never be like friends again or, or whatever. And I think it's a little crazy, but I loved those moments where they were just kind of having fun. I love those moments with Candy and Phaedra too, where they were, uh, but of course, as we know, Phaedra was really, um, behind all of the, you know, the shit that happened with talking about the threesome with Shamia and, um, Todd and Candy and everything, but I liked seeing them together. I don't know. Maybe I'm like super into bullshit on Atlanta. Well, I don't I know. Mean, my, I liked that, I guess. I think Phaedra is so funny. I just don't think she's genuine. She's, and I, I don't think, think that's hard to watch sometimes now because I just like, <sighs> because every time a truth comes out, she, like, I think she's like, she's been on Watch What Happens Live, I think only once, but she, this season, but she seemed miserable. And I think it's because as she doesn't want to like take the like calls and stuff. Well, maybe? I think that every time. Every season of Housewives, like, it's sort of someone's downfall. And I feel like Atlanta, they were trying to make it candies, like the women were. Like, poor Shad yeah. Phaedra. Oh, no, 100%. And it's, it, it 100%. Did, 100%, 100%, 100%, and it 100% backward. is Phaedra. Like, it's all of her stuff coming out. Like, it's her divorce. It's her being being made to look like she started. I mean, she said that stuff off camera. Or, I'm sorry, when they were, like, paused in filming because right, they were eating lunch knew, or whatever. Do you think that she knew the cameras were on her? she said that they, when they, like, go to restaurants, that they will, like, break filming to, like, actually eat, and that, and someone, and she wasn't mic'd. However, you know that you're set, you right, know what right. I mean? I mean, do you think that anything, what do you think actually happened? It sounds like I think Portia that, kind of was joking, or maybe not joking, about, like, maybe wanting to hook up with Candy, and all of that sudden, that became Candy, like, maybe Bill Cosbying her? I mean, like, I don't I think. I mean, that's what, I don't think that happened. I think that fake Portia and, like, Candy were drunk and like hooked up and like, oh, you do think that they actually hooked up? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think they kissed. And oh yeah, yeah. The, and they then kissed. I think that there was like this idea of like, are we gonna something more gonna happen? I I hundred percent think that Portia said she wanted to eat Candy's pussy until she came. Wait, you don't think? Or you I do. do. Think? Oh no, I hundred percent do. I, think that. And I think that Portia was mad that it came out and she said that Candy was like trying to like rape her but it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me that Portia and I agree that she did this like I'm not contesting that she did this but the idea that Portia knew and blame it on Hennessy or whatever it's such bullshit but the fact that Portia knew that she was essentially coming onto Candy and was like let me just say the exact opposite like let me just say that Candy with no proof of anything whatsoever seems so crazy to me and also she has this like side legit best friendship with Shamia which I assume is totally done forever because you threw your friend under the bus. She must be the most boring because, like, they decided still not to have, like, she's, like, never on this season and she's a part of a storyline. She's on when, like, the video people, the people, like, holding the video cameras forget that she's there and accidentally pan to her, like, en route to someone else who's, like, an actual character. And then you see her face and you're like, oh, my God, it's her. Like, if she was in any way good for this show, we would be having her as a vital friend of since this affects her. I think it's interesting. Yeah, I think that's super... Like, I think that she must be really boring because I think that otherwise she 100% would be around as much as, like, Marlo is, if not more. Do you think Marlo will ever come back? I don't know. I mean, Marlo... I think what Nini was on Watch What Happens Live and I think she just doesn't give a fuck because she's on the show. Yeah. Like, she had so many truth truths to say and which one of them was just, like, that Marlo is so... Like, that Marlo wants to be on the show so so badly. badly. And, like, there was a period when... 
Nini was like really fighting for her to be a main housewife when they were like actual friends. Yeah, and, she was and now she like, doesn't wedding. give a shit, and she just thinks that Marlo is like willing to show up and like say terrible mean things, like when she said to Phaedra or Kenya, like we're not friends anymore because you didn't invite me to your party and like your mom doesn't love you. And it was like, that is so out of nowhere and just like so mean. Yeah, super mean. Um, so I, if we can move to Beverly Hills, there's something I want to talk about that I feel like is going to be controversial. <laughs> Tamia just got into like full like fight or fight pose, but like in a sassy way. Um, so like, I feel like I know what you're going to say and I'm ready to take you down a little I'm bit. I'm not... Kind of like LVP and Yolanda. The last two episodes have been like, well, this most recent episode was stupid, but week prior was basically like the reveal of like, you don't know what I go through every night. And it was, and, and I feel like I don't like Dorit. Um, but she's like good on the show cause she's so dumb. Yeah. She, but she like serves a purpose. Yeah. And her um, purpose is being a complete moron with the worst beauty I've ever, beauty team I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm not, I think that. I think Erica Jane is wrong. I think she needs to let Panty Cake go. And I think that the fact that it has... Oh, that is not what I thought you were going to be bringing up. Oh, hold on. Well, let me finish. Okay, continue. Okay, so I think that... Let me drink think, this green urine. I think Erica Jane... It's growing on me. I'm like actually drinking it now, like legit. It, I'm 100% going to vomit right after yeah, this. I'm almost done, man. Um, I think <laughs> Erica Jane was wrong for... Like, I thought, like, Dorit already apologized for that. And then it came back up. And now Wait, it's... Wait, Dorit never really apologized for it. No, she, she didn't. Did. No, she... she didn't really. You mean at the dinner? Previously, she didn't really apologize. I think she... Mm. Listen, I think that if it was any other housewife, except for, like, Lisa Vanderpump or, like, Bethany, that pe- I think people love Erica Jane so much that people are having trouble seeing that, like, she had her Dorinda moment. Like, she had a meltdown, which was, like, she... she brought up... She took the... She, like, the fight between Lisa Rinna... And Dorit about the pills suddenly became about Pantygate, which was like, we resolved this like six episodes ago. And then it became that fight. And then it spilled out over into the next dinner where, um, where Erica Jane then started freaking out about her son to Eileen. Eileen was like, oh my God. And and I mean, Erica Jane owned that. that Right. She totally did. I mean, it was, it was fucking so stupid, but I'm glad that she apologized for it. However, the fact that Pantygate kept coming up and up and up and up and then Lisa Rinna Brought up the fact that fucking Dorit does cocaine. From a party two months ago. And Erica Jane co-signed that behavior right after. Like, I just feel like Panigate is stupid and it is dumb. And, like, I know that they don't know what how these things are going to play on the show when they are. Like, it's not a, the stakes are low with Panigate. Like, nobody thinks that fucking Erica Jane was trying to be, like, trying to fuck PK. Right. So I think that. The issue wasn't Erica Jane wanting to fuck PK. The issue was PK looked at Erica Jane and immediately sexualized her physical appearance. I understand why I understand what why what it was wrong with the situation. Yeah. I just think it has resolved itself and I think right. that they're like repeating a storyline. It's like Right. I agree with you in the sense that they're repeating a storyline, except that Dorit went out of her way to try to make this a joke and continue it and talk about it with a hundred thousand people, number one. Okay. Sure. Number two, she has been extremely passive aggressive to Erica Jane while also yes, trying true. to figure out how she can be best friends with Erica Jane yes. and Erica Jane doesn't trust her that's based also- on her bass past behavior, which includes being passive aggressive about anything, including giving someone a compliment, um, and Pantygate. So when Dorit says, why aren't you opening up to me? Like, why aren't you being friends? Erica Jane can genuinely say, I have moved on from Pantygate, but I haven't forgotten it. And I have seen your behavior. Why would you be someone that I like open myself up to when by all appearances, you've shown to be someone who's untrustworthy? That was the issue. That was why Erica brought up Pantygate. She wasn't saying, I never want to let this go. I mean, she was actually saying in the moment, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about this. But when Dorit, who's just clinging to like the lowest hanging fruit of trying to fuck with Erica Jane or trying to be passive aggressive or trying to come off in a certain way, when she says to Erica Jane, you know, like, why are you so cold to me? You seem really cold. Erica Jane can be like, well, this is the number one reason why, because you humiliated me and tried to make jokes about this thing and showed that you're not someone that I want to be friends with. You're kind of full of shit. It, to me, it wasn't Erica Jane being like, I'm going to be really sassy and dramatic. She definitely had a complete meltdown. Like we can all agree. Like the stuff to Eileen was crazy, but I was, I was there for it. Like I was like a hundred percent into it. I was a hundred percent into like her dragging Dorit through the mud. Like I died for it. And I think that Erica has acknowledged that she went a little overboard, but she also can absolutely own the fact that she thinks 
Dorita's full of shit. I I totally co-signed all of that. But then I had issue with, like... It was crazy I, to me I, that... I, Eric- I'm over... I just feel like sometimes what happens with these shows, which is so frustrating to me, I feel like I always end up sympathizing with people that are terrible because... Everyone is terrible. Well, everyone is terrible, but it's like people decide that some one person is amazing and that person can do no wrong. And it's like, Lisa Rinna is a piece of shit. She <gasps> should, she is disgusting. Oh, I mean, oh my God. she is a hundred percent the worst. And the fact that she would bring up like cocaine in like such a casual way to somebody who has two babies on it on t- national television, but then like act like Dorit. 100% Damien is with so make, right now. 100% making a joke about the pills, like the vitamins. Like, if anybody was trying to make that a thing, it was Vanderpump in her in confessional that was like, if if Rina does does Xanax, it's a problem. But if it's just if it's just a joke, then it's just a joke. And I was like, oh, like that was like. Wait, but no, this is an example of Dorit making a non making a non story into a story. Dorit's the one that told that's, several people. But that's, but that's her. That's her job. That's no, her I job. Get, right, but then she has to own the fact that um, Lisa Rinna is going to find out about it and be pissed. Lisa Rinna bringing up a party that happened two months ago and saying, did you guys do Coke is an example of Lisa Rinna being like the dumbest person. Like she doesn't even pride. I think she's literally like the most garbage housewife now of all time. Oh my God. I'm so into her right now. I mean, I I think it was great TV, but like I dying stuff. Like I thought that was actually terrible, but this stuff where she's like, I just want to see, you know, I just want to like ask if you guys did Coke, which she's only doing to everybody sees it. She's only doing it to fuck with Dorit. She, whether or not they did Coke that night means absolutely nothing. I'm sure they do. I did. And I don't care. I just, I just think it's like, it is so trashy and gross. And Lisa Rinna is, like, the worst. I thought it was funny that Erica Jane's response to all that was, like, I'm glad that she was, like, defending me when, sweetie, and Erica Jane is the smartest person alive. But it had nothing to do with Erica Jane. Lisa Rinna is thinking to herself, I'm leaving. I have to leave the trip early. I need to figure out a way to say this in front of everyone to fuck with and humiliate Dorit. That's the only reason that she did it. She doesn't give a shit about what Dorit is doing at a dinner party months earlier. She's just doing it to publicly embarrass her. And she's not even pretending to, like, disguise it in anything. She just she just turns to Dorit at a all-cast dinner and says, can I ask you a question? I mean, it's something that Andy Cohen said on Watch What Happens Live when Lisa Renault was a guest. He's like, I texted you when I saw that thing. Because I was shocked. I was... I was shocked in the way, like, the Academy Awards fuck up with Moonlight. It was one of those things where it's like, you know that's terrible and people are affected, but it's also the best thing that you've ever seen in your entire life. And it wasn't great. And Lisa Rinna is, like, slightly garbage in everything that she does, and she doesn't get enough credit for being really trashy. But I am here for it because I think it's really entertaining because she's genuinely not smart. Like, when Lisa Rinna... (laughs) When Lisa Rinna, like, tries to be smart and tries to be more like Lisa Vanderpump, like, I am there for that all day like i i sort of die for it because i think it's genuinely entertaining because you can see her like she literally gets out a file and will just like start working on her nails to make them into claws and then i'll just start scratching you and being like look i'm a little kitty but she's like literally trying to claw you to death it's so good you had um my colleague from vh1 sheree carroll on your show <laughs> um and i thought for her. she said how lisa rinna is like the porsche of beverly hills i that and is, i think i forgot about that, that and i think phenomenal. it is very accurate which is like a dumb person who just somehow like continues to be entertaining because they can be funny and they can like stir drama up, right? But, but they're like, like they're dumb idiots as and rocks. they don't serve any purpose. I am like, so into Lisa Rinna's like total lack of IQ. Like Lisa Rinna's like super interesting. She also has a bad temper, which is like in real life, IRL. Oh, on the show, on the show. But I think that that is real. I think that like like she'll like camera she'll be like. Why were you mad? And she'll be like, let's talk about your arrest, Kim. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ, that you just said you were sorry. You wanted to make bygones. Like, Wait, but do you hate Lisa Rinna as in you genuinely want her off the show? Or do you let, want to continue hating her on TV? I, I think that she's so fucking crazy that I'm into I, it. I, I just think she's trying to produce too much. So it's not fun. when I just don't think it's fun when people, when you can see everybody like doing the work. Like that's not fun. Right. She's not, you can see the wheels turning. Yeah, she's turning me, them. To me, it's not fun when people, People are producing it's and it's the only reason it's funny with Lisa Van, um, Rinna is because like production doesn't do her favors like they don't try to make it seem like like with Lisa Vanderpump she is also produced highly producing herself and the show oh yeah but she the, like they treat her the edit I is see one more dog her. getting murdered I swear to god I'm I gonna mean, fucking murder I that will dog say myself. like I also think it's really interesting when like 
one of the fan favorites is a person who like shows more compassion and empathy towards animals oh, all the shit. time than they do to people. Like it is so fascinating to me. Like people love Lisa Vanderpump, and like I get why people like are charmed by her, but she doesn't show anything real. She only showed in that moment that twenty seconds with Max, but where... she left the room. Like I know, she was she like, she, like paused filming. Yeah, <laughs> she totally did. I mean, and then fucking um, Ken crying about the dogs. I was like, Jesus! Oh like my God. they don't cry about Ken, any of their friends. Ken crying about the dogs was so sad to me. And in the teaser trailer that they showed of that week's episode, when it's like Ken breaking down, and I just like hoped to myself that it was about a person. Like I genuinely was like, if this is about a fucking dog, and then of course it's about a fucking dog. It was like crazy. Of course it's about a dog. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I mean, I it was like. Filming. I mean, how long have we been recording? Um, we've like, been two filming hours? for like three hours. I didn't tell you, but I have like little cameras. We're 43 in minutes in and you are 90% done with your modern alchemy juice. I really am. So can I ask you a question about the Lisa's? Which Lisa would you prefer to have stay on the show? Rinna or I think, uh, Vanderpump? I mean, for sure Vanderpump because of money, because of she's oh an original. Oh my God, I cannot believe we're disagreeing about this. And because of... I have think, the tables I think she, turned? I think she It's adds, Teresa Giudice, Judice Giudice's book is coming to fruition. The tables have turned. I think that she, I think um, Vanderpump gives the show like a level of prestige that. I agree with that. But as far as day-to-day TV, Lisa Vanderpump is giving us absolutely nothing aside from like side conversations to read of like, you're doing a good job. Like, thank you so much. Checks in the mail. You'll be able to like afford your mortgage this month. Right. I forgot that Dorit is Vanderpump's friend. Like, that's how she's in. Dorit is Vanderpump's friend. Um, I, a viewer or, or a, a reader of um, Dame Brian Moylan's uh, phenomenal recaps on Vulture added a little comment um, to one of his recent Real Housewife blogs that was that posted a, um, a super old New York Times article that had Dorit's father in it because they live in, like, some shitty part of Connecticut. I forget where. And he owned, like, a drugstore or a pharmacy or something, and he was arrested for four hours for chasing after a construction worker with a bat or something. It was, like, super weird and interesting and New England working class. And then I look at Dorit, who's, like, holding on to the idea of this fake accent, with every fiber of her being. And I'm like, when did you break? Like, what what happened? Was she going to, like, Connecticut University or something? And, like, was going to be, like, an airline stewardess and see the world? Like, that terrible Gwyneth Paltrow movie from 15 years ago? And then she stumbled into, like, some horrible daytime club in Saint-Tropez and saw a sweaty, bloated mess and was like, he's my guy. I mean, you like, met PK. I met PK nuzzled me at the Backrat Hotel, which is the cheesiest, new moneyest hotel bar of all time. It's like the Regency, which I still have not been to, which you and I need to go to. It's like the Regency pretending to be the Carlisle on crack cocaine sourced from, I, I don't know, Lisa Rinna's Hermes Birkin. Like it's, it's so crazy. And I, I ran into him because there was a group of men outside the hotel talking about the housewives and I thought it was so weird. So I started texting you and I think Louis Peitzman and I think Ben Rimmelauer. I started texting like a group of AG OGs to be like, this is like the weirdest conversation. And then all of a sudden, I don't even know how I like, I think I looked up or something. Cause I wanted to like go over and be like, how did you guys stumble on the real housewives of Beverly Hills? Like, it didn't make sense to me that these guys were just randomly talking about, Lisa Vanderpump and stuff, and I looked up and it was fucking PK, and I genuinely like lost control of my bowels. Like it was crazy. And then we took like fifteen pictures together. It was, and he couldn't have been lovelier. Do you completely it, could not have been lovelier? What? Why do you seem to always be surprised that Real Housewives are new money? Because like no one with old money is going to do the show. Well, I mean, except for Adrian Malouf. I'm trying to think of anybody else. Well, Tinsley Mortimer doesn't she's, have old money, but, but she was married something. to old yes. money. And Sonia Tremont Morgan, again, doesn't have money, but was married to old money. And that is something that specific franchises are looking for. They know they'll never get it in Atlanta because those the women with money in Atlanta are too smart. They know they'll never get it in New Jersey because the women with money in New Jersey are too smart. They really try to pretend to have it on Beverly Hill. They, it doesn't exist in the O.C., they will try their best to pretend to have it on um, uh, Beverly Hills and New York because when you think of Beverly Hills and New York, like the Disney of it all, you like think of that old money, blue blood feel, and they come close to it through these like ex-wives of people. I do think that they aspire to I'm into have this. it. I'm, in, I'm really into your assessment. 
I think it's true, no? So no, now they have Tinsley Mortimer this season, who I know from reading page six as a devout, like every, I would read page six every day from like, I want to say high school on. I was a very strange child. So I followed. How old is she? Is she like Bethany's age or is she younger? No, she's younger. She's in her third, like real 30s. I would be into as her. As opposed to my fake 30s because I pretend I'm still 20. I also think like it's interesting like the idea like for her. I don't know because I haven't seen the show obviously. But I the under, my understanding is that like she's. Sonia's house guest, like that, that is her into the that group. Is, that shows the desperation of Tinsley Mortimer to be on this show to pretend to be Sonia's house guest. At least when Luann was pretending to live there, it was like kind of funny, sassy, cheeky. But Tinsley is a weird story because Tinsley had her own reality show, which I remember, I want to say it was called High Society, but I think that's 100% incorrect. I remember watching some of it, not all of it, and it was horrible. And it was, you know, she had been married, had, I, she, I'm sure she came from some money, but not a lot, had been married to someone with a a ton of fucking money and they were she was like she was like old money paris hilton popular mm-hmm. at one point like she was the yeah, it she girl was social, she was yeah. she had, she was before kim kardashian wherever she went people would stop her whatever and then it just went away then she moved out of new york moved to palm beach and was in some sort of alter altercation or series of altercations with a very 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 old money i think sugar baron ex-boyfriend who she allegedly was stalking or harassing so she got arrested which didn't go well for her or whatever and she recovered from it moved back to new york and now she's on rhony and it seems like from her taglines which we'll get into the um new york taglines but it seems like she's using that or has agreed to have that as a huge part of her plot which for me is a huge missed opportunity if i was tinsley or whatever pr rep she's like you know pretending to have that's a huge missed opportunity i would think that there would be some way to like figure out a plot other than making sassy jokes about my arrest I mean, or maybe it's not a lot and they're just using it in the te- teaser. I mean, I think that they need to acknowledge it because it is what she is infamous for now. Like, I is think that it, what she's, is it like yes. the Lizzie Grubman where you like run over a bunch of people in the Hamptons and that's all we can think about? I think it is the kind of thing where like she has to acknowledge it right out the bat and then maybe, I, I don't think, I mean, my, my idea is like that happened years, I mean, I don't know how many years ago, but it right. happened a while back. So I can't imagine it will be a lot of her storyline. But, like, I think it's funny that she's acknowledging in her tagline because I think she sort of needs to. It's like if Lindsay Lohan, really? like, got back on track, I feel like she would need to acknowledge that she was a mess. A drunk, gingy, yeah. hot Or, mess. like, if Tatum O'Neill was on the show, like, well, I don't know. She'd if, be like, hi, she, I'll meet you on the corner. Also, I'd be into right. Tatum O'Neill being on Real Housewives of New York. Tatum O'Neill would be so good on Real Housewives. Tatum O'Neill would fucking destroy, and, like, both people in the furniture. Like, it would be kind of epic. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen this season. I'm still really upset about Luann allegedly not having her wedding on TV. But something must, like, they must have filmed stuff with the wedding if Jill is there, because that is yeah, for I'm sure, sure that scene is for the wedding. Oh, 100%. I'm sure they did some sort of luncheon. I wonder who was there. It's unfortunate that if it was wedding-related, there's no way in hell Bethany would be there. And I would love to see Bethany and Jill maybe walk near each other. Yeah, I mean, on j- just the, them not talking would be phenomenal. Oh my god, I would totally die for it. I'm curious to see like what Sonia's is. Sonia still not drinking? I die for Sonia when she's sober. She's so good sober. I think, um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how the wedding plays because also like there were other housewives at the wedding and like of other franchises. Who was, and oh, be, Cynthia was there. I think Cynthia, Cindy Barshop was there. Oh, um, Dorinda was there. Dorinda was there. Um. Someone from Jersey, I feel like, was there. Kathy Wakili, maybe? Maybe. Or someone, like, random. Kelly Ben-Simone was there, I think. Yeah, Kelly Ben-Simone was there, who's constantly online in these terrible Daily Mail or Raider Raider Online articles that are essentially like, look at Kelly Ben-Simone in Miami in a bikini. And it's like, that's all she's doing. All she's doing is, like, calling up that one guy that she knows that was a photographer 15 years ago and is saying, like, I'm going to go to the beach, take a shot of me in a two-piece. Like, Kelly Ben-Simone, I don't know. I've heard I've heard things. Well, do you think but that she's... she's nice, but, like, fucking crazy. Do you she's think crazy. that Bethany... Will like, recover? Yes. And do you think that no. she intensely will get along? Um, I don't think that she will give Tinsley enough time to... I think Bethany will be entirely over her from the jump. Really? will have no interest in getting to know her. I think Bethany will continue riding the train of um, being sassy and honest and trademarking sassy and honest. I really... There was a part of me, and I was... I've uh, said to Damien, I don't know if we said it when we started recording, but I've been re-watching like, every single episode from last season, which I had forgotten is genuinely one of the best seasons in RHN ONY history. It's so fucking good. So I was rewatching like literally an hour ago, the whole Berk- um, uh, Berkshire's Mishigas. 
And I just have a lot of displeasure, shall we, shall we say, about how Bethany handled herself. And Luann obviously fucked up and made several terrible decisions and, you know, twisting stuff after the fact to try to get Dorinda to lie about Tom, you know, like cheating on her and whatever was terrible. But Bethany is, um, is the word self-aggrandizing? I, she's just, she is her own worst enemy in many ways. And I think that a little dash of humility in her skinny girl popcorn, which I eat every night, would be fantastic. And I don't think we'll ever get that again because I think she's just changed. I think she's just changed. And maybe that's life, but it makes me really sad. And I don't know if I can deal with her and Carol being close with absolutely no friction or tension or anything else, but them just talking shit about everyone else in a super non-entertaining way for an entire series. Like something else must happen. I mean, we have Ramona and Sonia and the combination of Ramona as well as their personalities separately are fantastic and I die for them, but I don't know what Bethany's bringing to the plate and I am not going to continue to be a Bethany apologist. Like, you know that I die for Bethany. I really do. But she has sort of like broken the spirit of our imaginary best friendship and I don't know if she'll ever be able to get it back because I don't know if that Bethany, like Bethany doesn't live here anymore. So like, I don't know if that Bethany still remains. In the meantime, I will continue eating her popcorn because it's fucking delicious you guys it's like the perfect serving size the salt and whatever is like so on is there point. butter on it like a version of butter like ghee? <laughs> there's like probably like some sort of diety i mean i'm one of those people where if i can like understand the words on a box when you're looking at the ingredients i'm probably not gonna want to eat it um but like i'm super i'm super into her probably it's so delicious i don't know what's gonna happen i don't know what's gonna happen with bethany i'm like sort of nervous about it but i'm so excited for new york to come back because it's it's maybe my favorite franchise i know i say that about all of them and maybe like oc's number two in reality and then atlanta always brings it so i take them for granted and then jersey's like way at the yeah, end the like just right above Potomac and Dallas, just like right I'm into above. Potomac coming back, but like also nervous that it won't be good again, but I'm hoping it will be. I think it will be good because they're pretending that like Karen is like a grifter or has no money. And like, <laughs> I, I feel like they all of a sudden just like figured out how to do the show. So like, I, I think, think they that, did. and I, and I, because the teaser, I was like, oh my God, this is like a real show now. Yeah, like, there's like a lot of drama all of a Dallas sudden. Dallas is still confused. Dallas is like just the cast walking in circles, like <laughs> super confused. Um, a couple quick things. Yeah. Okay. So everything. Bethany, I think the issue is that, like Bethany is smarter and uh, with all the, the than almost everybody else on the show. But, like, you being... Smarter at business. And it's also, like, but, like, just being a smart person... Yeah, she gets it. She gets the Who's able to... And being self-aware of, like, what's happening. Mm -hmm. It doesn't... That's fine. You can be the smartest person in the room. But it doesn't make you nice or look good. And it doesn't make you... Like, to tell Sonia that she's fucking... Like, to just go through and tell everybody about themselves but not being willing to show anything about you or take... Or, like, listen to... Like... She's not giving herself any vo- being vulnerable at all, right? She, and she's just going around being like, "You're you're an alcoholic. You're this. Your your fiance's cheating on you, and you're acting stupid about it. You're this. You're this." And it's right. like, but then she's not showing anything for where, where the audience is seeing. I her. don't know what I don't know what else. Here's the problem with Bethany: she's not an introspective person. She comes from a place of pain and anger and Which, um, ambition, but she's not. She's not going to keep you with her friends. She, about she, her relationship, her new relationship, but also oh, her, yeah, yeah, her, yeah. Falling, her one that's falling out. Right. That will be interesting but i wonder how much she will i don't think she's still with dennis anymore i think she's moved on i think she's like dating someone else um and the other thing i was gonna say um in relation to carol and bethany's friendship is i i agree that i don't think they will have drama between them because i despite like how close they are like if they're like real life close or if they're like real life friends but like not as close as like they you know pretend like they are on the show i think they have an agreement of like that they are, like, the cool, like, smart, like, level-headed ones so I, that they won't call shit with each other. Sure. I don't think they have a formal agreement, like, with um, Phaedra and Portia and LVP and Kyle. I think that they just... They think that they, like, can wink and be like, we know that, like, we know oh, yeah. that Ramona I think and that they, they are that delusional. So, like, right. we're going to go in this and it's going to be fun for us. Right. And I think that they think that they're smarter than everyone else. But totally. what they don't realize, which Bethany understands as an individual but not as a duo, is that's not great TV. Mm-hmm. And so we sort of lose a little bit of something. Okay. So I just want to get your thoughts, just to wrap. I just want to get your thoughts um, on... Oh, also, wait, I'm tell so me sorry. Everything. Oh, my God. Dave, like, tell me everything. Thank I you. think that in similar scenario that Eileen and Rinna... If they stay on the show much longer, are they going to become enemies? They will one hundred like one hundred. Like Rena did something. I think it was the cocaine thing, maybe. And like Eileen's face was just like Eileen's like, "What are you doing?" I think that Eileen eventually will is going to get tired to, of it. Will not be able oh, to keep, her, keep herself like this is my best friend on the show. It's like 
she's not gonna be able to keep that anymore for her brand. Right, because Eileen is like, I don't even know if it's for her brand or for her like mental health. And I'm well-being. very into Eileen. I think she's very self-actualized. <laughs> I think she's too. I think she's also stunningly beautiful. And that scene of her and Erica Jane like doing their best work on All My Children or what a uh, guiding light. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the rest of the time is very into <laughs> General it. Hospital. I super into it. Okay, so guys, these are the Real Housewives of New York taglines. Dorinda Medley. I tell it like it is, but I always make it nice. That's okay. I was super into it because Berkshire's Yeah, no, I get Berkshire's it. I just, County I'm, I'm or okay with it. I'm okay with it. Ramona, I'm an acquired taste. You don't like me? Acquire some taste. It's the best one. Yeah? It's so fucking good. Okay, I'm into perfect. it, but I don't think it's the best one. I think this one is the best one. Sonia Tremont Morgan. There's nothing gray about my garden. I, I think it's like too. It's like too I don't think nose. she gets it, and I know that someone else gave it to her, and it makes me sad. I think someone was like, "It's gonna be like Jackie O." It's like Jackie O's cool aunts, and she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited that you think I'm like Jackie O." And it's really like, no, we think you're this like rumbling Hamptons, whatever. I was super into it. I thought it was really funny and cheeky. Um, Carol Radswell. In the politics of friendship, I win the popular vote. No, she doesn't. No, I she think does that not. just means that, like, she and Bethany think they're the popular girls, and also that the, she's going to be talking a, about the election, the election is her storyline <laughs> for like forever. Which I I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. Should I like be? You into might be it? into it. I think that I should be into it, but really, I'm like, I don't really need to see Carol crying. And I, maybe I just think in the real world, Carol thing. is probably the coolest and most real person on that oh, yeah, show. Like I just think, smart. but I just like I don't just care about a journalist. her. I just she don't care about her being on the show. Yeah, neither do I. Okay, Luann D'Agostino, which by the way, it makes me so sad that it says Luann D'Agostino and not Deliceps because she just sounds so trashy. And the one great thing about Luann was that is she counted. Is that a joke about ethnic people? Because we're both Italian. Oh, yeah, no, I'm a pizza bagel. I'm into it. But D'Agostino is <laughs> just an ugly name. No, I know. I'm just joking. It's also um, a grocery store. It is, which she she doesn't get grocery store money, but, like, kudos to her. I'm sure she loves her plastic bags. Okay. The only title I trade Countess for is wife. I think it's funny. But somebody... Um, I think it's super depressing because I think it's 100% accurate. But somebody <laughs> I was talking to was, like, hate. I thought it was really sad. And I was like, I think it's funny. I think it's funny, and I would... I, I, I think it's... I can't wait for her divorce to be a storyline in two seasons. Okay. Tinsley Mortimer. A good set of lashes can fix anything, even a mugshot. I think it's really good. I think it's strong and it's like funny and it like it, she just is owning her shit right from the get go. I think she's gonna try to be maybe like a societal Bethany, and she's just gonna be like a fucking dumb as rock Sonia. Like Sonia's so much smarter. I, in my opinion, not having seen a second of Tinsley on this show, I think that Sonia on the show is going to be, except when Sonia's sober, I mean sober Sonia, not drunk Sonia, is going to be a lot better at this than Tinsley. I think Tinsley is maybe a moron. That's just me judging her like 100% by how I've seen her react before. And maybe she's like Paris Hilton and that she's playing the part of being a fucking dumbass but she's like actually really smart i highly doubt it mm-hmm. but we'll see i'm not i'm i, I think, you she's think paris be, hilton's really smart i think paris hilton understood that she was playing a role so she would do that like high voice and like be like kind of ditzy and i'm sure she is ditzy but i think she's grown into being a little bit more of like a shrewd businesswoman in some way yeah i do i don't think she's like smart like capital s i think she's smart in quotes like maybe italics you know, but I don't think, I think that, you know, italics is like pink and sparkly, but I, I don't, Tinsley doesn't come across to me as someone that's a good fit on this, but maybe we'll watch her be destroyed like we did Jules Weinstein and like see how that goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, I, we'll see. And then Bethany Frankel, if you're going to take a shot at this bee, you better not miss, which is fine. But she, all of her taglines are like that. All of her taglines are like, don't fuck with me because I will kill you. Which is, I'm over it. But I thought it was interesting. I went to Bravo's website to look at them and thought that... Sonia's, I mean, I'm sorry, thought that Ramona's was the best, and I voted for it because it was like, who's your favorite? So I voted for it. Oh, my God. And. Oh, my God. This is the election all over again. Who won? Who Bethany like, had the best votes, and I was like, it's, oh, I was okay. like, it's 100%. Bethany is like the Hillary of New York. I was like, it's 100% not the best tagline. Like, I can't believe she still has the most fans. Yeah, I think this was the Democratic primary of Bravo TV. <laughs> 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 Bethany was Hillary uh, Rockland. I mean, Sonia, I mean, I'm sorry, Ramona was second, um, and I was like, well, I mean, to me, that it's just the funniest, and I love, love that. There's no way that she came up with it. But. I cannot wait to see which new beginning, Ramona, we will get this season. Like, which which new beginning? Like, the new beginning where she's super apologetic, the the new beginning where she's kind of, kind of secretive and hidden, the new beginning where she's trying to be a slut, the new beginning where she's in, like, long-term relationships that last for a month and a half. Like, I just can't wait that she had off-camera. Like, I'm really excited to see it. Really hope that we get Tom. 
on camera. Uh, just to wrap up, guys, Damien finished his Modern Alchemy. I had three or four sips, and okay. this is probably going to be our last recording because okay. I'm off to die. So what did we say that you get for this? I don't know. Um, you're going to research Candy's wealth is what I think I want. Okay, so my punishment and is listeners, to use my brain. agree that Candy is rich, very rich, please tweet at <laughs> She's Sarah <rich> Galley. <laughs> okay, great. Um, and if you believe that Candy certainly has wealth and is a shrewd businesswoman, but is not Villa Rosa money, please tweet, <laughs> please tweet at Damian Bellino and let him know. But otherwise, just um, tweet us and... Um, we will see you next week, except you won't see us. You'll hear us. Uh, Damien, any closing thoughts? It's such um, a pleasure to have you back. The I OG think, of AG. Oh, it's my great boo. to be here. Happy birthday. Thank and, um, you. my thoughts are that Atlanta is kind of come to an explosive end, I think, on this reunion. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Beverly Hills reunion is going to be real good. And then also Potomac and New York are coming back. So, like, I feel like... I'm super excited about New York, Potomac. I'm excited Potomac to like, give it another yeah, chance and background. see if I give a shit. 100% background. Will I give up on it if I don't care? Like, I, I've never, I have not stopped watching Housewives, even if it sucks. Did you watch all of Dallas? I did. Like, but, I like, but begrudgingly. Like, so I, like, bad. I wouldn't we didn't, attention, we wouldn't talk but I would, about it. I would like keep it on. Do you remember when we started Andy's Girls and there was like four franchises on at once, and you and I both thought we were gonna die? Like, it, it was, was a lot. It was hard it work. It was a lot. <laughs> it was hard work. Um, but this wasn't. No, so, this was great. Thanks for having me. And I die um, for you. See you soon. Yeah. Bye, guys. Have a great week and happy um, Sarah Galley's birthday month. Okay. Bye, guys.